Being a Mum podcast, where I, Alison Newman, a singer, songwriter and Aussie mum of two, enjoys honest and inspiring conversations with artists and creators about the joys and issues they've encountered while trying to be a mum and continue to create. You'll hear themes like the mental juggle, changes in identity, how their work's been influenced by motherhood, mum guilt, cultural norms, and we also stray into territory such as the patriarchy, feminism and capitalism. You can find links to my guests and topics we discuss in the show notes, along with a link to the music played, how to get in touch, and a link to join our supportive and lively community on Instagram. I'll always put a trigger warning if we discuss sensitive topics on the podcast, but if at any time you're concerned about your mental health, I urge you to talk to those around you, reach out to health professionals or seek out resources online. I've compiled a list of international resources which can be accessed on the podcast landing page, alisonnewman.net slash podcast. The Art of Being a Mum would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land and water which this podcast is recorded on as being the Boendick people in the Berrin region. I'm working on land that was never ceded. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Welcome to the podcast. My guest this week is Hannah Olsen. She's an artist and a mother of three girls living in Utah in the United States. Originally from Luton in England, Hannah has enjoyed being creative from a very young age. In high school, she had two really wonderful art teachers that pushed her and introduced her to many mediums like watercolour, charcoal and coloured pencils and encouraged her to pursue art. A high school teacher's words have stayed with her ever since. It doesn't matter what you do, but always stay creative. In college, Hannah decided to take all of the art classes she possibly could and discovered oil painting and fell in love with it. Nowadays, she tends not to stick to the same mediums or subject matters, mixing it up between charcoal and watercolours, painting portraits, landscapes and still lifes. Hannah really enjoys the challenge of working with new materials and subjects. She's inspired by many artists like Van Gogh and more recent artists such as Genevieve Page and Cesar Santos. And while being a mum to three little girls is not easy, Hannah finds the time to paint and draw in between nappy changes, piles of washing and endless messes. Although her children are her main focus right now, she can't wait for the chance to create more and inspire others through her work. Today on Hannah's Chat, you'll hear from her five-month-old daughter, Millie, who joins us. Thank you, Hannah, for coming on. It's such a pleasure to meet you today. It's a pleasure to meet you too. I'm excited to be here. Oh, that's awesome. So whereabouts are you at the moment um, and what time is so, it? So I currently live in Utah in the United States and it is 5.30 at night. Ah, so you're you would be in uh, Monday still, wouldn't you? Yes, it is yeah. still Monday here. That's the thing I find so fascinating about doing this. It's like the other day I was talking to someone. Yeah, it was their night their night before. I don't usually get people that are ahead of me just because where Australia is, we're sort of fairly close to the start of the the day. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I've had some fun ones. Um, like. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I find it so fascinating that we're all here, but we're all existing in these different yeah times. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, and can we introduce your little visitor you've got sitting on your lap there, if that's all right? Yeah. So this is Millie, my youngest, and she just turned five months old, oh. and she can be quite loud. Hopefully, she'll <laughs> not that's be too right. bad. But that's cool. If she wants to get involved in the chat, that's fine with me. <laughs> we love her. Oh, she's adorable. Oh, I love I love that blue um, headband you've got on her head. It really brings out her eyes. Like, it's just gorgeous. I know. My my sister-in-law gave it to me. She gave me two of them, and I'm like, oh, I need one in every colour. They're so fun. <laughs> I love it. Tell 
me how you got into your painting. Is it something you've been doing for a long time? So, yes and no. I've been creative since, I feel like everyone has been creative at some point growing up as a kid. Like you have your crayons and all that. So it was something I always enjoyed. And then it wasn't until I hit high school, I had two really wonderful art teachers that pushed me and also introduced me to loads of different mediums. Um, mostly watercolor and charcoal and colored pencils were the main ones that I did. But I feel like in school, you they kind of, I don't know, show you a bunch of different kinds. Yeah, um, yeah. But they they were the ones who really were like, I think you have a knack for it. Like you could be really good if you wanted to. And of course I had my mom who was very like, thought everything I did was amazing, which was very helpful. Yeah, um, very supportive and encouraging. <laughs> and so I just remember my one teacher in high school kind of pulled me aside one day and he's like, it doesn't matter what you do, but always stay creative. And so I thought in my head, I was like, okay, I it's it's with me and I've always wanted to do it since then. Um, yeah. And then, um, in college, or I guess, is it university over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I decided to just take all of the art classes I possibly could. So the way they have it over here is you have for your first few years, um, like classes that you're required to take. So you've got your maths and your English and all of that. And then you get mm -hmm. elective classes where you get to choose what you would like to do. So yeah. I just filled them up with as many art classes as I possibly could because that's what I enjoyed the most mm -hmm. and just had a blast. And that's where I learned how to do oil painting. I had one oil painting class and I fell in love with it. So primarily I oil paint at the moment, but I do get a little bit bored every once in a while <laughs> where I can't just stick to one thing. So it's like, I'll do a couple oil paintings and then I'm like, oh, I really want to do a watercolor. So then I'll, I'll do that. And then, oh, I really want to do a charcoal. So I kind of jump all over the place. And I feel like that's also kind of the same with my, um, my subject matter too. I yeah. love portraits. Yeah. Um, I really like like emotions and people and faces and, mm -hmm same time you know there's those there's good landscapes and still lives that I'm like oh, oh just you walk by and see things you're like oh I just I need to paint that or I need to draw that and so no. I kind of I hop yeah. all over the place which is why if you go on my Instagram it's very mixed there's not yeah. like one nice aesthetic it's just all over the place yeah I I always like a good challenge so yeah there'll be yeah. times I'll be like scrolling through Instagram or I'll be talking to someone and I'll see that someone do something. I'm like, oh, I want to try that. I wonder mm -hmm. if I can do if I yeah. can do that. And so I think that's also something else that just makes me not stick to one thing. Yeah. I just have to try it all. I love that. sound like you've got a UK accent going on uh yeah I I'm originally from England yeah and when I get nervous it comes out usually oh, um <laughs> usually I've been in the states for quite a long time and yeah. even my husband is like oh, I can't hear it anymore it's it's gone away um yeah. yeah when I get nervous I guess it's it's still there you revert back to you so, to the to your native so yeah when you first, yeah. when you said watercolor for the first time I went hang on a second I can hear something <laughs> in there so whereabouts yeah. whereabouts were you from in England so I was born in Luton just mm -hmm. kind of right near London yeah. and then my my mom is Irish and so we also lived in I lived in Ireland for a few years as well in my mm -hmm. younger years yeah and she was a single mom and during the beginning portion of my younger years and then she got remarried and so we moved to Texas because that's where her my stepdad was living at the time and then we moved to Utah he got a job change and so yep that's kind of how we moved around and so yeah. I've just stayed here so so how long yeah. have you been in the in the U.S. for oh let's see I'll do some quick math I'm not great at math <laughs> probably about I don't know, seven, 17 
Yeah, right. Honestly, I, it's, it's been quite a while. Yeah, I love that so. you've still got your accent, though. I think that's pretty cool. But <laughs> my, my best friend's um, Irish from Northern Ireland, and she's been out here oh, maybe 12 years, 11 or 12 years, and she's still thick as, like, I still have times where I have yeah. to ask her to repeat myself. Hello, Helen, if you're listening. But, and it sort of becomes a bit of a joke, like, what did you say? Say that again. <laughs> That's great. You know, it's going to be funny when my friends hear me over here. They're going to be like, what's wrong with you? You sound nothing like you did before. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's it all happens. relative, isn't it? Oh, that's funny. So, um, yeah, back to you. Sorry, I got got off track then, but I do have a bit of a thing for accents. So I sort of, that's another fun no thing way. about chatting to people. So um, the style that you do is quite like representative, representative of the object that you're painting. What do you call that style? Because I'm not very good at all that sort of technical jargon. honestly I I don't really know I I feel like slightly like it's contemporary realist a thing like I I like I like realism but I also like to see a little bit of a painterly touch to it if that makes sense so I yeah, don't yeah I don't I I enjoy looking at other people's photo realism but yeah. that's not for me I'm I don't know if I have the patience to learn all the technical skills for that. And yeah. so I enjoy, I don't know. I, I think I would call it contemporary realism, but I don't yeah. even know if that's a thing. So Yeah, no. Well, that, I mean, that, that'll that give people an idea when they're listening, but it's like just having a look mm. at the sort of the different styles, like different things you've, the subjects, I guess. There's a, there's a gorgeous picture of a cow, which I love that. I, and this, I love cows. Yeah. And this, this building that you, you, you posted a lot of posts about, what? What building is that? The building? So um, that is a temple to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, down here in Mansai. And so that is just part of my religion. And um, it was actually the place that I got married in. Oh, wow. That's pretty um, spectacular. (laughs) Yeah. And my my husband's family, um, they, um, his, I think it's, third great grandfather was the master mason for building the temple and so it has a lot of family history connected to it and so yeah absolutely your second child you've got two this girls? is this is my third your third oh my apologies my third i've got i've got three girls oh lovely so, <laughs> that would keep yeah. you busy <laughs> oh they do they do it's a whole new world when yeah. you have little ones running around so what's the the age the ages of them so my eldest is shannon and she's five mm. and then my middle is oakley and she's three Yep. And then Millie here is five months. Little Millie. Oh, I love so. the name Oakley. That's a really that's a really cool name. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. We uh oh no, did oh, we get We uh had a funny story with that with my husband. We have a really hard time picking out names, especially yeah. for girls. And of course we had all girls, the one, you know, yeah. those are the tough ones. Yeah. And I I was just scrolling through. I think I was on Pinterest, actually, just looking at different names. And I saw the name Oakley and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And I mean, by this point, I was already like, I don't know, 30 some odd weeks pregnant. Like it was a long time. Yeah. It was coming close. So we needed to make a decision. And uh, I turned to my husband. I was like, I like this name, Oakley. He's like, I suggested that at the beginning. And you didn't say anything about it. I'm like, oh. Well, I like it now, I guess. Oh, how funny. Oh, dear. Hello. Look at that gorgeous smile. Hey. Thanks, darling. Oh, goodness. I worked in childcare for nine years and I was in the baby's room for most of that. So, and now I work in the kindergarten. So I miss out on the, all the oh. baby snuggles. So it's oh, nice, nice to see them. Well, baby snuggles are the best. Yeah. They're my, one of my favorites. Yeah. Huh.
So throughout the time when you had have had your girls, have you have you you've been able to maintain your art practice? I guess I should say it was different. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I should say that it stopped. It was just different and came in waves. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, when I had my first, after, you know, after a month or so, we kind of got in a little bit more of a rhythm and I was able to set aside like, okay, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier and focus on myself and have an hour of painting and get that done. And that was really helpful for me. But I Mm -hmm. discovered the more kids you have, the less you can plan. It is so yeah. difficult to plan when you have three little minds completely different to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I feel like, but I do feel like I have learned from having kids that not to waste time. Like I'm really good at not wasting my time when I have like, oh, I've got an hour that I can spend. I, I could tell you exactly what I was going to do with that hour right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. I feel like before I had kids, I'd be like, oh, I've got all day. I don't have work today. So mm-hmm. I can just, you know, I'll I'll watch a show. I'll maybe yeah. sleep in. I'll do this. And then by the time I got around to it, I'm like, oh, it's too late now. Like I should be going to bed. And so I feel like yeah. I'm a lot better now with time management, but I just have less time to work with. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. it kind of, you know. It just depends. It does help sometimes having like I'll bring the kids in with me into my my little space and I'll set them up with their paints or their colors and yep. that works out. It works out decent. However, <laughs> you don't get to get like in the zone because I don't know if you've been around little kids, but they ask questions all day long yeah. and it's like I've answered that question fifty times, but I will answer it again for you. Yeah. And now give me five minutes. So yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. But I feel like there's a difference between getting just time to yourself and also spending time with your kids doing your your craft. Yeah, it's it's sort of like only half your your brain can work on what you want to do because they're there and you're sort of conscious of what they're up to and like you said, the questions and they seem to you know their patience runs out so much quicker and you know it's like you just can't like you said you can't get in that in that flow of letting letting yourself go but but that's but that's a really common thing that people say you know I and I often say like when I didn't have kids I don't know what the hell I did with my time like I must have wasted so much time seriously (laughs) I know yeah I I hear when my I have two younger sisters (laughs) and I think back to when I was their age and I'm like what what did I do with myself like yeah yeah I, I don't know yeah yeah it's That's bizarre, not a helpful it? answer but I I have no idea what I did because there's so many things I want to do now that I can't do and yeah you know what it's worth yes. it something I I like to talk to my mums about is sort of the identity of you know when you're just you just yourself or you know with your partner and then you become a mum did you have sort of any sort of I don't know tricky emotions to work through when you changed to become a mum or were you did you sort of flow through really effortlessly I guess I mean I think it depends on the day because I feel like, yes, definitely there was an identity difference, but I was lucky in that growing up, I always wanted to be a mom. And so (laughs) it was something I almost wanted to do more than my art. And I think that is helpful because I'm like, I know that there's a time and a season with my girls at this age and that at some point, you know, they're going to be in school and I'm going to have that time back again. Mm, So I think... I think in that way, it wasn't too hard. But I mean, you do get those days when you just don't feel like yourself. Mm. And you're like, I just, I wish this day could just be 
me creating with no one else bothering me <laughs> and <laughs> I mean I feel like everyone's gonna have a hard day sometime oh, but yeah. the That's majority easy. of the days I feel like no I'm doing what I want to be doing and yeah. there will be will be time so yeah that's you know, it's a good way of looking at it like I um I was actually at a function on Saturday night and there were some people there whose daughters just turned 20 and got a license and now they have no children to run around or take to places and they're like what do we do with ourselves now and I'm like that will come you know at because my kids are seven and 15 so at some point in my life I won't have to do that and then I'll go oh my gosh this is my time now. So yeah, it's like, don't, don't stress too much because you know, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. 100%. yeah, absolutely. With your creating and, and with the girls, um, something else I love to talk to my mums about is this concept of mum guilt. And I've sort of put that in air quotes because, I don't know, it's a, it's a made-up name, I guess, to, that describes a lot of really deep and complex feelings. It's not just as simple as, you know, hashtag mum guilt. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? So I 100% have mum guilt or whatever we want to call it. And I think that's probably my number one struggle as a mom is mm -hmm. just dealing with the emotions of feeling like, oh, I should be doing other things. I should be with my children. Um, I feel like for me, it, it almost clicks. Like as soon as I'm feeling happy about something, it's like, as soon mm -hmm. as I'm enjoying what I'm doing, I'm instantly like, oh, should I not be enjoying myself right now? There's mm -hmm. a pile of wash that needs to be done, or I haven't played any games with my children today or and, yeah. I, and it kind of is just in the back of your head and it never goes away. Mm. Um, and I, I do have, I do struggle with trying to figure out when it's okay to be like, no, this is me time. I can focus on myself and do my craft right now. Mm. And then also, yes, I have two weeks of wash that's in the laundry room and I've got dishes piled up and the floors are a mess and my kids are eating snacks off the floor I should probably stop and <laughs> yeah clean, I know you, you know mean. like yeah yeah it's I, I have yet to figure out like the best oh uh is it possible I don't know oh, to, look, that's the thing I feel like out. yeah I feel like getting it right and and that's also in air quotes too because I don't I, I don't think there is a right or wrong it's just whatever suits but it's really hard to get that balance constantly like I feel like sometimes you feel like it's going really good and then other times like the scales tip in this the other direction and you go oh hang on a sec like th that's literally me right now I've got so much washing to do so much tidying to do and I'm like actually I don't want to do that now I want to do this <laughs> so, <laughs> you know like oh. oh it was it was like me last night I was so I was so on top of it last night because I knew that I had this podcast and I was so excited about it that I was yeah. like I'm gonna clean my living room my kitchen while the kids are in bed and then tomorrow I can just focus and look at my notes and yeah. it's gonna be so smooth and so great never think you have a plan when you have kids you you just can't yeah. because I woke up in the morning well I woke up about eight times last night well I think it was really only six but it felt like a lot because yeah. my little Millie, who's usually a really good sleeper and sleeps through the night, decided last night was the night to wake up. <laughs> and then I woke up really tired, but I'm like, oh, you know what? It's fine because I, I cleaned and I was like, the only thing I have to do today is clean the girls playroom because let's be honest, it probably been about two months since I had cleaned it and it was a little bit disastrous. Yeah. So if I'm going to bring stuff in here to record, I need to have it clean. <laughs> uh, but I was like you know, that's grand and so I told my eldest I was like Shannon the only thing I need to do today is clean the playroom downstairs and have you girls keep upstairs tidy as well yep. and so she's like okay and then she ran off and I started getting ready I was feeling so proud of myself for yep. just like being on top of it and like oh it was eight in the morning and I was dressed and I was getting you know like I was on top of it today yeah and then of course she comes running in and goes, mom, mom, I have a surprise for you. Oh, and I'm thinking, okay, 
I mean, <laughs> usually her surprises are like, oh, I tidied up the toys in the living room or I helped my sister put on her shoe. You know, they're, they're usually good surprises. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm like, oh, great, thank you. I'm going to finish getting ready and then I would love to see your surprise. Yeah. And then she leaves and then I keep getting ready and then she comes back again. She's like, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to show you my surprise. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay. Um, not yet. Just give me one minute. She's like, it's either going to be a good surprise, but it could be a bad surprise. Oh no. Like, I hope it's a good surprise. Cause you, I don't, for the most part, they're good surprises. She hardly ever gives me bad ones. So I'm like, okay, just give me a minute. But she was so excited to tell me. So I'm like, for sure she's done something great. Cause like, yeah, she's, she's, so, know, excited. she's so excited. <laughs> Finished getting ready. And I call out and I'm like, Hey Shannon, I'm ready for your surprise. And she's like, I'm downstairs. I'm like, Oh, did she start cleaning because I told her I really wanted to clean and that would be like so sweet yeah. of her because you know she's so nice and I come down the stairs and the door of the playroom is closed and I'm like well it's never uh -oh. closed wonder why she closed it <laughs> and I open the door and we have this it's like a shelving unit that's like steps that you can store toys inside mm -hmm. I'm I don't know if you've seen them yeah yeah and so as I open the door, she is standing proudly on the top part of this cabinet <laughs> and all of the buckets have been taken out and dumped all over the floor. Oh, and she just looks at me with pure joy. <laughs> I've destroyed the place. Just so proud of herself. And I'm like, Shannon. Oh, Lord. This is the one room I wanted to clean. I was on top of it. And she's like, are you so proud of my surprise? <laughs> I'm not proud of your surprise. Oh, Jesus, Shannon. But, oh. it, you know, and I feel like that's just what it's like having kids. You yeah, just, you literally feel like you're on top of it. And then yeah. they have to do something to show you, no, mom, you're not on top of it. I'm in charge today. And oh, let me Lord. show you how I feel about that. So, oh, I mean. I love that story. Oh, Shannon. They're, they're fabulous. <laughs> But man, they can be tough sometimes. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, oh, she she was helping, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. She and she did tell me. She did tell me. She's like, "I'll help you clean it up. It's okay." And oh. then I'm like, "Okay, that would be nice." And as I'm cleaning, she's like, "Just in a minute." And then she'd like pull more stuff out as I'm cleaning. And I'm like, "Shannon, we're trying we're trying to clean up." And she's like, "Yes, but I'm making." a soup and then she would like keep making a soup and then eventually we got the whole room clean and she's like see didn't I do such a good job cleaning that up mom and I was like I did a good job cleaning that up thank you um <laughs> you played <laughs> you did a great job making more mess and making soup but, you know, <laughs> it was okay oh my gosh I love she's, that yeah you literally fun. you never know what you're gonna get do you like I feel no. like that it's sort of like the story like you know when you're about to go to work and your car doesn't start like I feel like that's parenting all the time but with your children like there's always something just gonna get thrown at you <laughs> yeah 100 percent. and it's always when you least expect it when you think you've got it mm. that's when it yes you know? yeah it's like it lulls you into this false sense of security it's like mm, no now we're gonna wreck it yeah oh, god and then they keep coming there's just more and more you know yeah things that come oh man it wears you out, doesn't it? You're listening to The Art of Being a Mum with my mum, Alison Newman. Do you have family nearby where you are, like to help out with the girls? I do, yes. So um, my I have my mom and my stepdad and my two younger sisters, and they live about a 30, 40 minute drive from our house. Yeah, so cool. they're really close. And then my husband, all of his family live in Utah. Mm -hmm. And so most of them are about an hour away, but still close when we need them. So yeah. Oh, that's I've great, got, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we've got good support there. Yeah. That comes in handy. My mom's oh, the yeah. best. <laughs> what does your mom think now? Like, because you said before, she really encouraged your 
like when you made things when you were little, like, is she like, look at what you do now and is like super proud of that you've been able to keep doing it? Oh yeah. I I mean, I think so. She's all, she, I mean, is she allowed to say that I'm doing terrible? I don't know. She never does. <laughs> Not to your she's, face. <laughs> she's, she, I mean, anything I do, she's like, oh, I think that's amazing. And of course, mm-hmm. growing up, I think, I don't know if it was my last years of high school or when I was in college, I painted a few paintings for fun and she bought them. She was the first person to really buy some of my paintings. And I'm sure it was for way more than they were actually worth. But it made me feel so good inside that someone wanted to purchase my art instead of just look at it. And yeah. I think that really, that really helped. And so lots of times when I'm feeling down on myself, I can, uh, I'll give her a ring and ask for her advice or for her, her love and support. Cause she's more than happy to give it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, t- today, my Shannon again, uh, <laughs> I, I decided to ask her cause I was like, wouldn't it be nice for the podcast to have like this really sweet story of like asking my kids like, oh, like, how do you feel about mom and her art? And what kind of mom is, or am I, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you know, I just thought, oh, it'd be so nice. And so I, I asked Shannon and I was like, what kind of mom do you think I am? Like, do you, you know, I was like, am I doing a good job? You know, kind of, you know, <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, you're just a really frustrated mom all the time. Shannon oh my gosh and so I'm like maybe she didn't understand it so I'm like but what about like that I do art and that I'm kind of creative and I I I teach you things like do you like doing art with me do you like my art what do you think of that and she's like well to be honest the last one you did I didn't really like and I just didn't want to tell you because you seem to really like it (laughs) thank you oh my gosh she will forever be honest She's such a character, isn't she? Yeah, she's she's so funny. She's so funny. I feel like we need to have like a section of this podcast dedicated to Shannon. She's like earned her place. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, I love her. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, I love, I love this, this idea that, you know, we are as mothers, we have this mothering role, but we still have all these things that we do apart from that and that we did do before we had kids. So it doesn't just stop, you know, all of a sudden we have a baby and this part of our lives just disappears into thin air. So um, I think it's, I don't know, that holding on to that part of yourself and that identity I think is so important. Um, and Shannon's obviously seen it to be able to give her critique about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She gave me a piece of advice as well today where she was like, it would be better if I could do it with you, but sometimes you don't let me and I don't like that. So I think uh-huh. she just wants to be more involved, and, Yeah, you know, which is yeah. easy to say, a little bit more difficult to yes. do when, you know. Yeah, you're doing these um, very detailed. And, yes. You know. Yeah. It's oh, good. goodness. No, it sounds like a lot of fun in your house. <laughs> It is. It's a bit of a madhouse, but I I wouldn't change it. So online, I noticed that you, you sell like your prints and that sort of stuff. Do you have, um, and like you mentioned about your mum, your mum purchasing your, some of your early stuff that you made, do you sort of have this idea about the value of your, your art or the value of your, your creativity, that it's dependent on what you get for it or that society can still value art even if it doesn't have a monetary value attached to it? I think I don't know I feel like deep in me I'm a little bit of a people pleaser so I feel like when when I do sell a work of art I get very excited especially because I don't sell very many I'm I don't have a whole lot of time and when I do do commissions they usually take me anywhere from like six to eight months to complete because I don't have a lot of time to work on them yeah so 
those I do like, I don't know, it, it does make me happy. However, I do feel like um, almost more so when I someone sees a work that I've done or when they purchase it and then they tell me how they feel about it, like mm -hmm. it makes it 10 times better. Like I would much rather have someone look at my work and say that really affected me or changed my life or really touched me than I would sell the work to someone that I don't even know if they appreciate it, if that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. so I do, I do feel like there's, um, I don't know, there's a lot of worth in just the work without it being sold. However, it does, you know, I do like when it gets sold. <laughs> yeah, I know what you <laughs> like, mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I but, could, I could like, a lady I spoke to the other day, um, put it really well said like as artists we sort of exist to be able to share and and like whatever things that have influenced or things we're going through that we put into our work it's so lovely if someone at the other end can relate to that in their own way um and then if they tell you about it that's even better you know yeah 100 I agree yeah. with that yeah yeah sure. yeah Did you notice after you had your girls, after you became a mum, that what influenced your work changed? I mean, yes, yes, it did. There was an influence. However, I also feel like I have so many ideas of things that would show that a lot more. I feel like in the work that's on my Instagram, there isn't a lot that's child related or mm -hmm. any, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Anything yeah. like that. However, I have like, I do have a picture of my girls that I started painting that I just love. And I love the idea of kids when they like discover new things, like mm -hmm. my littlest Millie here the other day found her toes and we she was just sitting, just sitting in the bumbo, just in like a little seat on my yeah. counter, just playing with her toes. And she was just so full of wonder. And I'm like, that would be just the perfect little like a little picture of just her toes and her her cuteness and there's I don't know just when like kids go outside and they see I don't know birds or something my my middle child Oakley the other day we were on a drive and she was like birds I see birds there's two of them and she was just so thrilled at the idea of seeing birds I'm like I would yeah. love to capture just that happiness and that wonder mm. of that just that I, that excitement so I feel like somewhere down the line, there's going to be some works of mine that encompass just childhood wonder. Cause I really, I really enjoy that. Um, and I think also with some of my, my religious pieces, I have a few of those that I would like to work on and just to yeah. kind of share that with my girls and have that feeling in our household and share that with the world too, would be, would yeah. be really nice. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like that, because I, like I said, I worked in, in early childhood for a long time. And that moment when kids discover something, it's just this, just when you were telling me about it then, I was getting that that beautiful, like warm feeling and almost like goosebumps. Like it's just, I think as adults, we just, we've seen it all. We take it all for granted. And then when you're brought back to those minuscule, tiny moments, like toes, you just, it blows your mind. And it's just, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I think we need to have more moments like that where we just stop and look at our toes yeah, and go, oh, my too. God, the world's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially it. in this busy, busy world. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? And then, you know, we've got all these distractions and things that are, are there to, to take our time up and you mm -hmm. can, we can sort of lose track of what's just, you know, the most important stuff. Oh, it's right in front of us and sometimes we don't see it. Yeah. Mm, sorry, I'm getting all philosophical. Now. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh dear. I, by the way, I love the way you said grand before because my Irish friends say grand all the time. Oh, that's grand. <laughs> they say, oh, grand. They're like, oh, I love it. Probably my mom and me. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that.
So have you got any pieces that you're working on? Anything you want to share about future works or anything at all? So, I, I mean, I have my one painting that you can see on my Instagram of a pioneer lady. <laughs> and for, for me, with that painting, I really wanted to kind of symbolize the strength of women and just... Um, I'm in my church. I don't know if you're familiar with um, the Mormon pioneers. Um, I won't go into I won't go into detail about it, but basically, mm -hmm. they came across the plains in hand carts um, during all types of weather and faced lots of hardships um, to arrive yep. in Utah and eventually, um, you know, make their city and live and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Have their religion as they as they wanted to but mm -hmm. um but they there's so many stories about just how strong those women were and what they went through and I mean they had children and family members who passed away and there was mm. there was I don't know there's just a lot for me that I look up to in the pioneer women and I just wanted to I don't know I just wanted to kind of capture that in a painting and I don't think I'm there yet I still feel like there's a few things that I need to add or do but mm -hmm. that is the main one that I'm working on is just I want to paint a strong powerful woman mm. um who's been through a lot but also knows she's doing it for a purpose um mm. so that's my main one and then mm -hmm. um I don't know I, I had an idea the other day from a friend to do with my kids uh she showed me um someone painting a little one of their little kids stuffed animals mm -hmm. and all of my girls have a little stuffed animal that they just adore in fact they're kind of my eldest elder too they're kind of torn to pieces they get chewed on and <laughs> they will love i mean honestly they're a little bit gross for anyone except for my girls right <laughs> i'm like how sweet would that be just to have all three of them on a shelf just to represent my my children and yeah so, i don't know we'll we'll see but you know gotta get through this other one first <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing when you've got so many ideas it's like literally yeah they have you've got to actually have the time yeah. to to do all these ideas. yeah well I have a page in my sketchbook of like oh this is this is something I want to paint this is something I want to paint or draw and there's a yeah. whole long list of them I will never be out of ideas I just need a bit more time <laughs> yeah not not short of ideas oh, I love that oh. Is it important to you that they see you as more than in your mothering role? And I don't say just a mum. I've got to stop saying that because we're not just yeah. a mum. But yeah, more of than the the mothering role. Um, yes, I think I think anytime you can show your kids how you can be your own person, but also be a mom at the same time. I have um, an aunt who, growing up, uh, she was she was also a young mother and then also did art. And I came to stay with her for a little while and she showed me her portfolio and I was just amazed at her skill and her talent and how she was still able to, um, you know, paint and draw and do the things she loved and also still have kids. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I want to be doing. And so it was nice to have someone to look up to, to be like, no, she can do it. I can do it too. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think it is good. Even if my children aren't, don't end up into art or don't want to be creative in something I think just showing them that you don't have to be just one thing in your life you can be mm. a multitude of things I think is important yeah that's very well said I like that because that's the thing it doesn't have to be a thing in particular like you said doesn't they don't have to take it on but it's it's seeing that right. mums can do lots and lots of different things and things that don't necessarily revolve around the the that mothering role yeah, for sure. Yeah. As I was, I don't know what question it was, as I was going through some stuff, I got thinking about myself. I think it was talking about like I, the identity maybe and just that there's, my, my one aunt always tells me, she's like, there's a time and a season that, you know, right now 
you're raising your children and that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And then later you're going to have an amazing time doing your art or whatever it is you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And so I got thinking about how I sometimes feel, feel bad that, or like, feel like I'm missing out because I haven't gotten myself out there. Like if you scroll through Instagram mm-hmm. or social media and you see like all of these moms doing it and more like mm-hmm. accomplishing what you want to, but, or even people that aren't moms, just, you know, like being out there and doing things. And I think sometimes I get down on myself thinking like, oh man, like, did I, did I mess up somewhere? Did I, mm-hmm. you know, did I have kids too early? But then I realized like, I, I'm not, I'm not ruining my chances by having, by having kids. Cause there's, there's still going to be, there's still going to be time. And I heard this analogy that it was, it was talking about how being creative is kind of like exercise. And it's like, it's preferable every day to exercise. I mean, if we could, it would be yeah. really great, wouldn't it? Um, but it's not like a must has to be done you have to exercise Mm -hmm. and if you went to the doctor and you said I am so sorry um it's been two years since I've exercised I'm just gonna quit because I can't do it anymore I've forgotten how to do it yeah um I I'm done like I'm sorry I've I've given up I can't do it no doctor is gonna be like you're right you (laughs) haven't done you haven't exercised in two years or five years or ten years you can't exercise anymore. It will not be good for you. I mean, that yeah. would just be, that would be ridiculous. So yeah. It's the same way with, with your craft, whatever it is that you choose to do. Um, like, it doesn't matter if you've had a 10 year break. If mm. you said, hey, I have children and I want to raise them and I haven't done it in 10 years, you can always start back again. You can always do a little thing, even, you know, even just a, five minutes here and there it's only going to make you better. It's not going to be any worse for you yes. than just leaving it behind. Cause I feel like at one point when I had my first daughter, I, I didn't paint for a really long time mm-hmm. um, because I just couldn't find time for it. And I just, you know, it, it's difficult because you're getting used to a whole new life with a little baby. And yeah. I thought to myself, is this it? Should I be, should I be done? Like, should I give it up? And that's just silly. Um, I, I eventually learned like I go crazy if I don't paint. Like I, I can't not be creative. And when I try, I just, it's like I'm about to explode. I get in this big bubble and then I'm like, I give up and just everything, you know, it kind of all goes to pot. And then I just, I spend all day painting and the house becomes a mess. And my husband wonders what happens. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it had been too long yeah moment he's he's so nice that he's he understands that some days yeah that's how it's going to be but anyway but yeah I just really like that yeah. it's like it's just like yeah. exercise even if you've left it for a long time you could always go back to it and so what there will be days when you'll get you won't do anything but then yeah. there'll be other days where you'll get in the zone and get lots of work done and it'll be great yeah so. no I love that that's really good I've never heard anyone put it quite like that that's really good love that and and I think it's so true and a lot of mums say this if if they're not filled up you know the cup's not filled up the metaphor you know you can't pour from an empty cup if you haven't done the things that make you regulated and and fulfilled then you're not going to go out into your family and and project you know perhaps the person that you want to be so it is so important to do these things for ourselves and it just makes for an all-rounder you know more harmonious household really I guess yeah. <laughs> until Shannon does something in the playroom yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've just got a vision in my head of, of your daughter I just love that oh dear little gem and thank you so much for coming on Hannah I've loved our chat oh. today it's been gorgeous meeting little Miss Millie here hey little darling thank you for having me I feel really special that you let oh. me join I was going through all your podcasts and listening to all of these other wonderful women and their stories. And I'm like, I don't think I have anything to add on these people. Oh my gosh. No, you have <laughs> so, so much to add. So, you know, they have such good information. And, oh, so oh, oh, no, no so it was, never feel like no, that. Was, You've got so much to add. And honestly, it's that imposter syndrome too, you know, it oh happens, yes, but yeah, it's kick it, it to was, the curb. <laughs> there you go. 
Bye bye, imposter syndrome. Yeah, no, good on you. Thanks again. Thanks for your company today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to consider leaving us a review, following or subscribing to the podcast, or even sharing it with a friend you think might be interested. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch with us via the link in the show notes. The music you heard featured on today's episode was from Alemjo, which is my new age ambient music trio comprised of myself, my sister Emma Anderson and her husband John. If you'd like to hear more, you can find a link to us in the show notes. I'll catch you again next week for another chat with an artistic mum.